Welcome to Cat Chat, brought to you by Dr. Elsie's Precious Cat, privately owned by Dr. Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian whose personal mission has been to formulate a wide variety of litters for all types of cats, so they keep using their litter box, which keeps them in their loving homes. Dr. Elsie has also created clean protein, wet and dry foods that are specifically appropriate for a cat's nutrition needs. I'm Tracy Hotchner, the author of The Cat Bible, everything your cat expects you to know. My mission is to entertain, educate, and inspire cat lovers like you to give your kitty cats the best possible life in nutrition, affection, and environmental enrichment. Often sharing my conversation with feline expert Dr. Michael Maria Delgado, along with other cat authors and experts. Dr. Elsie's is also the founding and continuing sponsor of my New York Cat Film Festival, which brings together short films from around the world that celebrate kitty cats. The festival premieres every fall in New York City and then travels to theaters across America and Canada, with a portion of every ticket going to local cat welfare organizations with the support of Dr. Elsie's. I am back with Zazie Todd, the marvelous author of Purr, The Science of Making Your Cat Happy. And one thing amongst many in the book that I learned, and I thought I knew an awful lot about cats, so it's thrilling to learn more and more nuance of what I understood and knew, is the importance and normalcy of kitties having hidey holes. Zazie, when you were doing your book, all of which is based on science and hard, hard research knowledge, did you discover that the that cats really do need and want to be able to hide and that we keep thinking, oh, we'll get them out of that little space they've crunched themselves into because they were nervous? Seems to be we've, we didn't understand about cats and hiding and people grab them by the scruff of the neck and try to haul them out of this place that they're so grateful to have found. Yes, and really, if your cat is hiding, it's best to let them hide um, because cats are not just predators, but also prey animals. So they're used to hiding, and their natural response to something stressful is actually to be able to run and hide. So they really like it if you have hiding spaces in your home where they can go and they can feel safe and comfortable, and they can go there when something stressful happens or they may just use it to relax at other times. And it's really easy to provide these spaces because you might find them they're in some cat condos, um, you can make high up spaces or they can be lower down, but ideally they should be just the right size for the cat. And a cardboard box is a great way of providing this kind of hiding space too. So anywhere for cats to hide. And it's actually one of the pillars of providing a, a good environment for cats is making sure they have those hiding spaces. And then we as their people have to recognize that they like to be hidden. And so we shouldn't be forcing them out to come and meet people. We should be letting them come out in their own time. And that's much, much better for them. The hidden cat, that's a really good way of putting it, the hidden cat. I, I guess that the other thing with, the, with the, the sleeping spaces or napping spaces that are on a, a good kitty condo is they, have it, they are just the size of your average cat, but then there's a big opening, so the cat may not feel fully hidden. What about that? I mean, do you put a little, should you put, I'm serious, should you put a little sort of a drapery in front of it so they can go in, but then there's a drape hanging down? I don't mean obviously an actual, you know, fancy drape, but some cloth, because it occurs to me that yeah. if the cat really wants to be hidden, being 100% exposed through a big circular hole doesn't really achieve that goal. I didn't understand that those spaces should be for hiding yourself. I thought they were for looking yeah, well, out. I mean, the, 
Yeah, I mean, the cat will often like to look out, but they like to have spaces to hide. You can easily put a cloth across, or another way to make a hiding place is actually just to drape a towel, like off the edge of a, um, the arm of a sofa. You just drape it down to the floor, and it will make a little hiding place oh, nice. there. And that's a nice space, too. Or if you're using a cardboard box, you can turn it upside down, and you can cut a little cat-sized hole in it for the cat to go in. And that makes a nice hiding space, too. And there's actually some really nice science that tells us how much cats like a hiding place, because there was a, a lovely study done in which cats were put in a, what's called a choice chamber. Yes. So that's a central chamber in which they had little roots out into other little chambers, and one of those had a hiding place, and one of them had a really wonderful toy, um, and they had a, a perch in another one, and they just looked at where the cat chose to spend their time. And the place where cats spent most of their time actually was in the hiding place. Um, and so the researchers who did that study concluded that hiding is not just enrichment, it's actually a need for the cat. So, I mean, I think in the past we've often thought, well, it's it's enriching for the cats to have a space to hide, but actually it's a need. It's something that they they need, so we need to provide that for them in, in their home. I would go further and say that I don't think people have talked about hiding spaces at all. In other words, you're saying it isn't just enrichment. I don't think people even saw it as enrichment. I think they that we've all been taught in the last four or five years, and not much more than that, oh, the cats need to get up, the cats need to get away. They like to be up and look down. But it's it, they have a need, which you bring up in purr, to actually be down on the ground hiding. Because up in the air is not necessarily feel safe to either all cats, some cats, or in some situations. If three moving men come clomping into the house, does it really feel safe to the cat to be, I don't know, five and a half feet up in the air when the men are six feet tall and there's three of them? It might make them feel vulnerable. Having that low hidey hole is really important, and I think we feel sorry for cats who hide. We don't understand it. I mean, your book really helps us understand it's normal. That's what cats want to do and need to do. Don't feel your cat needs, you know, I don't know, psych medication or pheromones or to be hauled out or to be drawn out with a wand toy. They need to hide. It's essential to being a cat. I think that that's something no yeah. one but you has brought up before. I really think that. Oh, well, I'm glad it's useful and I hope it will help people to understand that when their cat does hide, they don't have to pull them out. And you may want to get them out, like if you have someone who's come to the home and you want to show off your cat right. to them, and it's kind of right. frustrating mm -hmm. if the cat runs and hides. But it's really much better not to drag them out, but to wait for the cat to come out in their own time or to encourage them to come out or offer them some treats or try and lure them out with a like a wand toy if you really want to get them out because it's it's not very good for them if you force them out. That's going to be a very stressful experience for them. They've already um, gone in there the to reduce course, their stress, right? That's why they went in there. Now you're upping their stress yes. again. You missed yes. the whole point. So it, it's yeah. much better to try and be persuasive and encouraging if you really want to get them out of there than to actually force them out of there. And the time when it's especially hard is when you get the cat carrier out and they run and hide and you want to get them out to go to the vet, but they've gone under the bed or something. Oh, um, yes, we've so all been there. Be, yeah, that might be the only occasion when you actually have to force them out, but most of the rest of the time there's, there's no reason why you should get them out. You should just let them hide. And, and 
they hopefully will come out. And because they'll feel safe, hiding will help them to feel safe, they'll actually be more likely to come out and engage, like with visitors to the home, for example, if you respect their right to hide in the first place. Yes, that's what they need to do. It's sort of like a very shy child, a small child who hides behind a parent and won't come out to shake hands or make eye contact or say, how do you do, or be kissed by some adult visitor. When they're hiding behind there and the parents who say, well, that's just how she is, opposed to those that would pull the kid out in front and go, don't be like that. Come say hi to your Aunt Mary. But they don't want to. They're not. That's just a human. And most humans don't need a hiding space. Those are just some humans who are wired with, with more stranger anxiety or timidity or lack of self-confidence. I think we have to see cats as all being that way by default. Hide first decide later whether to come out. It's Hiding is okay. It, it keeps you safe. I think that, I think the important thing is you also talk about carriers and we should do another, another episode about carriers because you can use a carrier as one of the hidey holes. So you can have a cardboard box in one room and you can have a cat tree in another and you could have a, a, a as you said, a towel or a piece of cloth that, or a scarf or something that goes down to the floor, either at your bed or the couch so they can hide behind it. But a carrier can function very nicely in a corner as a hidey hole, and then it's never going to be a scary object, right? Yeah, it's really lovely when cats learn that they can use their cat carrier as a safe space. So if you have it out all of the time and you make it nice and comfortable for them by putting a nice cozy blanket or towel in there or something, then it's a really nice place for them to curl up and relax. Then that's a good place for them to go and hide. And other things you can do, you can just pull the dining chairs out a little bit from under the table. And especially if you've got a tablecloth, but even if you haven't, that means there's a nice little space right. on the chair under the table where the cat can go. Um, and one thing that I often recommend, in, especially in houses with dogs as well, is to just pull the sofa out a little bit from the wall so there's just space behind oh, the clever. cat to go. Oh, clever, clever. And then that gives them an extra little hiding space there as well. That's really clever. Even if they're playing with the dog, if the dog gets a little rambunctious or a little rough, the dog can't get behind there, and he can't get underneath it. That's 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 super clever. The other thing is when you put the cardboard box or the carrier as a safe space, don't put it in the middle of the room because guess what? That doesn't feel safe. Again, you have to see it from the cat's perspective. Put it in a corner. Put it behind something. Put it off from the middle of traffic, right? I mean, you might want to see your cat playing in the box, but the cat wants to hide. So just remember, hiding means hiding away from you and others and from whatever the commotion is. So it needs to be in the quietest spot possible in a room. And as you also say in the yeah. book, Sazzy, every room needs some kind of a hiding space. So if you can provide it, that would be great. I mean, it may even be a bookcase that has maybe a cabinet underneath and possibly you could leave that empty and have the door off or have it an area that they could hide in there that's part of some furniture or something you already have in the home, but make it cat-friendly cat as a hidey hole. Yes, and I think it's nice to be thinking about what we already have and how we can yes. make that more suitable than for our cats. We don't have to rush out and that's spend right. a lot of money. And bookshelves is an interesting one because I sometimes see my cat 
Melina. She's my tortoiseshell cat. I see her. She's kind of inspecting the bookshelves. She's looking <laughs> to see can she get over the books to hide yes. behind them. Yes. And if she ever does that and I'm looking for her, I'm never going to find her. <laughs> but, you know, from a cat's perspective, there is just that little space there. Um, That's right. So, you know, it's. It's nice for her. And then another place that she likes, actually, she really likes the laundry basket where all my laundry is waiting to be ironed and that she goes and she burrows into there. So it's nice and cozy and warm and she's completely hidden and she loves it in there. So what you want to do, folks, is have some fake laundry. It's not laundry that you either yeah. washed or need to iron, but it's just fake cat laundry. So, yeah, I've heard that that the best thing for a cat is several old cashmere sweaters in a cardboard box, but not all of us have cashmere we want to give up. But that's the same idea. A bunch of human clothes, maybe that you've outgrown or your children have outgrown, those can become the cat laundry basket that is sort of eternally in that condition. Zazie, thanks so much for writing Purr, The Science of Making Your Cat Happy and giving us so much wonderful and unique advice. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Thank you for listening. I hope this conversation has deepened your understanding and appreciation of cats everywhere. It's been brought to you by Dr. Elsie's Precious Cat, which created their own clean protein cat foods inspired by the protein levels found in a cat's natural prey to better satisfy a cat's appetite with ingredients naturally intended for her body. 90% of the protein in clean protein is animal-based, not plant-based as in many cat foods, which can compromise cat's health. Clean protein is the first dry cat food I can personally recommend as a healthy choice, although I always hope that wet food will be your cat's primary diet. Thanks again for being here.